Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. Today, I want to talk about something that could be very helpful for you if you're kind of in a rut in your spiritual life. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes we go through these seasons in our walk with the Lord where things get a little dry. We feel like we're just kind of going through the motions with our faith. I mean, we love Jesus. We really believe, but things are kind of lukewarm. You know what I mean? We're lacking a little fervor maybe, and our prayer life is dry. We, we do our devotions, but we're not really putting our heart into it like we used to. And maybe we're not really running after virtue uh, and really trying to imitate Jesus as much as we used to. We're not making as many sacrifices as we used to. Well, I, I want to talk about one thing that could be so helpful for you, a great shot in the arm to rekindle your devotion to Jesus. It's something that the church makes available to all of us. It's, it's, it's available to all of us. It's called the sacrament of reconciliation. We, we call it confession. And, and confession is so powerful, my friends. If you feel a little out of sync sometimes in your spiritual life, maybe in your family, your friendships, your, your relationships and all, it could be because you just need to renew your encounter with Jesus in this great sacrament. And I want to encourage you, especially if you've not been in a while, get to confession. You need to go regularly. The church requires at a bare minimum that we go at least once a year. But if you want to really be a disciple of Jesus, you want to grow in holiness, you want to keep that fervor going, you need to go regularly. I mean, at least once a month. I think to be a faithful disciple of Jesus, you need to go to confession at least once a month. Many of the saints went regularly every week. Some of them went like John Paul II, we go every day. Isn't that incredible? If there's anyone listening here today that doesn't have enough sin within a month's time to bring to confession, <laughs> I want you to email me. Find me on my website because I want to meet you. That means you're probably a saint. That's awesome. But I think most of us, we have enough sin in just a couple days to bring to confession. Let's not wait. Let's not wait more than a month. If you can go every other week, is a really, I think, a great rhythm. Uh, some people I know go weekly. That's awesome. But at least once a month. And, and here's why. Here, here's, here's what happens. I, I'm going to tell you a, a crazy story here. Uh, one of my little children, I remember when you know she was she's potty trained and and she recently went to, to go to the bathroom and she used half a roll of toilet paper. So she's potty trained, but you know, there's still things she's needing to learn. <laughs> she just really got into that toilet paper. So you can just picture the toilet just full of tons of toilet paper, and then she flushes it. And you know what happens? That all that toilet paper just gets stuck in there and it's a big mess. It's clogging the pipes. We got to get the plunger out. Well, the same thing happens to us spiritually. And it stinks just as much. <laughs> you know, you know, when when we just kind of let certain sins kind of just fester when we, we we just let certain weaknesses stay there in our in our spiritual lives. It's as if the the, the pipes of our spiritual life get clogged <laughs> and we need we need them to be cleaned out. We need them to be opened again, filled with the life of God. And that's what confession does for us. We want to experience the power of the sacrament of confession on a regular basis. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about uh, the power of confession. I want to talk about why Jesus gave us this sacrament, where in the Bible we see this sacrament. It's, it's very biblical. Uh, in fact, the readings we just had this week on Sunday point to Jesus giving the apostles the authority to forgive sins. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about how to make a good 
confession, to really encounter God's mercy, his forgiveness. But also, here's the key, my friends. There are special graces you get when you go to confession. Did you know that? Special graces to help you overcome those sins you're confessing. Graces to help you follow Jesus more closely, to grow in holiness. That's why you want to go regularly to keep the fire burning in your spiritual life. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I'm your host, Edward Sree, and I want to welcome any new listeners joining us, especially anyone new that may be listening from the Diocese of Spokane, Washington. It was a blessing to be with you all this last week. I gave a couple talks uh, there in the diocese, especially doing training. It was so awesome. There's three priests that are being trained by focused missionaries on how to do evangelization and missionary discipleship in their parish life. They've been doing this for over the last year, going through a whole series of training, and these priests themselves are true seed. CEOs of their parish. What do I mean by CEO? Chief evangelization officers. <laughs> I, I just had such a great time getting to, to know them a little bit better, but seeing what they're doing as they are pouring themselves out, investing in key leaders in their parish. And those leaders are now getting prepared to go out and reach others. You're, you're seeing a transformed culture in their parishes, becoming a culture of missionary discipleship and evangelization. So way to go, Spokane. You're in my prayers. And I want to talk today about confession, though. Again, this is this this it hit me this week because of the readings, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit here. But the gospel reading this last week for Divine Mercy Sunday just reminded me of the great gift Jesus gave us of the sacrament of confession. But let me put it in context for you. I just want us to see sometimes this idea of confession, especially if you haven't gone in a long time, it can seem kind of scary or mysterious. You go into this confessional, this box, and there's a priest and you're telling your sins. And, you know, what is this all about? You know, well, I want you to see it in the context of God's love. You know, the God who is love loves us so much. The Bible tells us he's kind and merciful and and he loves us so much. He's so madly in love with us. He just wants to do whatever he can to unite himself with us, to be closer to us. So all those things that clog the spiritual arteries, (laughs) you know, in our hearts, all those things that keep us from a deeper intimacy with Jesus, Jesus wants to heal those. He wants to remove those things that that clog the arteries, that clog the pipes, if you will. So he seeks us out. And, and, and that's why he gives us the sacrament of reconciliation. If you look at Jesus's public ministry, he's constantly going out. He has this pressing need to bestow mercy. He's going out to the sinners, to the tax collectors, to the prostitutes, to the drunkards. If you look at the gospel story, it's not like Jesus just was passively sitting in the synagogue and waiting for the sinners to get their act together and show up and come visit him. No, no. He sought them out. He, he went out to them. He spent time with them. He, he, he had meals with them, right? He was famous for having meals with the sinners and tax collectors. Jesus loves them and he's seeking them out. What I want to suggest to you is if you've had the thought recently, or maybe you're having the thought right now, maybe I should go to confession. I wonder if I should go back to confession. It's been a while. I wonder if I need to bring something to confession. If that, if you're having that thought, you're having that sense in your heart, know that that's not coming from you. It's not coming from me in this podcast and what I'm talking about here today. It's coming from Jesus. Jesus is putting that on your heart. He's bringing it to your mind's attention because he loves you. He loves you so much. He misses seeing you in confession. He wants you to come. He wants to meet you there. 
regularly. He is seeking you out. Just the mere thought that you have, maybe I should go to confession. I wonder when confessions are, or it's been a while since I've been. If you have those thoughts, you have that desire to go back, that didn't just come out of nowhere. Jesus has put that on your heart. He's put that on your mind. Say yes. He's longing to meet you again. Say yes. Make it a priority. As soon as this this episode's over, go go online, go find out when confessions are at your local parish, get to confession, renew your encounter with him. You know, uh, so important is this, that it's part of what we celebrate in the Paschal mystery of Holy Week and, and Easter week. You know, Jesus dies for our sins and he rises again to give new life. We talked about that in last week's episode, the idea of why, why did Jesus descend to the dead and he's coming to descend into our souls and, and, and to bring life to all the areas that are dead. We talked about that last week, but, but I want you to see that in the context of his death and resurrection, what does he do? I mean, he just won for us the gift of salvation, but you know what? He has to apply that to our lives and he's going to do that through the apostles, especially through the sacraments and in a very particular way through the sacrament of reconciliation. In John chapter 20, verses 18 through 20, this was part of the reading we had for Divine Mercy Sunday this last week. Jesus appears to the apostles. He appears to them and he breathes on them. He breathes on them. You think about the, the image of breath in the Bible, the breath of life, like God breathed life into Adam. That's what Jesus is doing. He's breathing life into the apostles so that they can breathe life into us through the sacraments so that we who are dead spiritually can be made alive again. Jesus breathed on them, it says, and he breathed on them the Holy Spirit. And he says, as the father sent me, so I send you. Think about that language. Jesus is telling these men, these apostles, as the Father sent me, so I send you. Why did the Father send the Son? He sent the Son to reconcile us all to the Father, right? He sent the Son to forgive our sins, to bring us to salvation. So Jesus is saying to Peter and to Andrew and to James and to John, he's saying to all the apostles, as the Father sent me, to bring forgiveness of sins and reconciliation, so do I send you. It's very clear he's sending his apostles out to be extensions, ministers, instruments of reconciliation, just as he was. And he goes on, he explicitly says, whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And how are they going to be able to forgive people's sins if People, if they don't know what those sins are, they can't forgive the sins without them knowing. So we're seeing in seed form here in the scriptures, John chapter 20, verses 18 through 20, some of the foundations for the sacrament of reconciliation. St. Paul himself describes himself as an ambassador for Christ. He describes himself as having a ministry of reconciliation, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. So when we see the priest in the confessional, don't think of it as I'm going to go tell my sins to father. I mean, yeah, that's happening. But I love what Archbishop Fulton Sheen used to say. He used to say, see the priest behind the priest. In other words, the priest is just representing Christ. That, that authority that Jesus gave the apostles 
to forgive sins. Whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. As the Father sent me, so I send you. He breathes on them the Holy Spirit. That that the, that authority, that power to bring forgiveness of sins, that ministry of reconciliation that Paul talked about, the apostles, the original apostles had, that authority was passed on to their successors throughout the centuries. To the bishops today, and the bishops share this authority with the priests in their diocese. And so this is really ultimately Jesus that we're turning to. We're turning to Jesus when we go to confession. You know, sometimes people say, well, why why do you confess your sins to a priest? You should should just, you know, go to God directly. (laughs) You know, don't, you shouldn't entrust your sins to a priest. A priest isn't God. The priest can't forgive your sins. And I would say at a certain level, I would say, you know, there's a certain truth that we shouldn't put all of our trust in just some priest, no matter how virtuous they are, no matter how much you look up to them, no matter how holy they are. They could be a saintly priest, like St. John Paul II was, but we shouldn't put all of our trust there. We put our trust in Jesus, and Jesus tells us to go to the apostles and their successors and the priests. Jesus gave authority to them to forgive sins. So, should we go to God directly with our sins? Of course we should. Yeah, every day. It's a great Catholic tradition that we we examine our consciences every day. If you don't do this, this is maybe I'll do a podcast all on the the examine, the 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 ritual every night at the end of your day, taking time to examine your conscience, thinking about your day, thinking about, you know, areas you fell short in virtue, areas you fell into sin and you tell God sorry every day. We as Catholics should go directly to Jesus and 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 pray and and tell him sorry. But the most direct way to receive forgiveness of sins is the way Jesus himself set up in John chapter 20, when he gave the authority to the apostles. And this is just the way God always works. God has always worked with various covenant mediators throughout salvation history to bring his great works of healing and miracles and manifest his power. God always worked through human mediators. You know, I think about Moses in the Exodus. Remember that story? Moses in the Exodus, and Moses raises his hands, and the the Red Seas are parted that day. You know, there's some Christians that might say, well, I I don't want to go to a priest to to ask for forgiveness and to to have reconciliation. I just want to go to God directly. But think about that. I mean, think about if, if in the Exodus, there were people that were there, some Israelites were standing on the shores of the Red Sea that day and said, hey, Moses, you're a great guy, but I don't want to go work with you. I just want to work with God directly. <laughs> they would have died at the hands of Pharaoh. <laughs> they, they would have never escaped uh, and been liberated from Egypt. God worked through Moses. He worked through Elijah. He worked through Elisha. He worked through Jeremiah. He worked through all these great heroes throughout salvation history. He's always using human beings to manifest his power, his glory, and his healing. And God continues to do that through the saints of the new covenant era, and especially through the apostles and their successors and the priests. So when we think about this sacrament of reconciliation, I want you to think about some things you can do to really enter into it more powerfully next time. It's the way Jesus set up. It's the most direct way to encounter his mercy, but it really is an opportunity for us to kind of rekindle our spiritual life on a regular basis. So here's a couple of things I want you to keep in mind. First of all, I want you to remember that every time you go to confession, it's you're encountering that same Jesus that walked the streets of Galilee many centuries ago. And he went out seeking the lost. He went out and, and found those that were suffering. 
he made the deaf be able to hear again. That Jesus wants to meet you in confession. He made the blind be able to see again. That Jesus that worked miracles in those people wants to meet you in the sacrament of reconciliation. That Jesus went around and he healed those that were paralyzed and unable to walk and they could rise and walk again. That Jesus that worked these miracles wants to meet you and work miracles in your life. When you go to confession, you're admitting that you're blind. You're admitting that you don't see things rightly, that you didn't, you know, you're looking back now and you realize I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have responded that way. You're realizing I was blind. And Jesus doesn't want to just forgive you, my friends. He wants to heal you of your blindness so you don't do blind things again. In the future, you get better. You see more with his grace. Don't you want to be healed? Don't go to confession just to be forgiven. Yeah, yeah, that's a big part. Don't get me wrong. But there's the whole other half of confession that, that Jesus wants to heal you. Maybe you're deaf. You know, you're spiritually deaf. Like you've just been rationalizing a certain sin and you finally realize it's wrong and you bring it to God. You go, Lord, I've been deaf. You've been trying to break down this wall, this barrier in my life. <laughs> You've been trying to speak to me and I've ignored you. Maybe you're deaf with your spouse or someone really close to a good friend has been trying to tell you something and you've been ignoring it or you've been brushing it off. You haven't been really listening. Maybe you're spiritually deaf. Jesus doesn't want to just forgive you of your spiritual deafness. He wants to heal you just like he healed the deaf and the mute 2000 years ago in Galilee. I'm sure we all have areas of our lives where we feel paralyzed. I feel like, oh, I just can't change. I just keep doing the same thing. I fall into the same sin. I, I'm not as courageous as I should be. I'm not as generous as I should be. I, I'm not as joyful and cheerful as I should be. I, I keep struggling with the same weaknesses. I feel paralyzed, just like Jesus said to the paralyzed man, pick up your mat and walk. That Jesus wants to meet you in confession. Go to him and go regularly. Again, not just to be forgiven, but go so that you can rise again and walk. My friends, confession is so powerful. It's such a great thing to have regularly in our spiritual life. Uh, on, on a regular basis, we're going back to renew our encounter with Jesus over and over again. And we keep bringing a lot of baggage, a lot of sins, a lot of stuff in our pipes that are clogging the way of God working in us most deeply, but let's get them cleared on a regular basis once a month. At least once a month, get to confession. If you can go more than that, that's awesome, but at least once a month. And I'm going to give you one last thing. One of the best things you could do to prepare for confession, I'll say two things. First of all, be not afraid. Be not afraid. Don't think that the priest is going to look down on you. Don't think that the you're going to come up with something utterly unique. I, I, most priests I've met, like they tell me in their first several months, they heard everything, everything. You're not going to stump the priest. <laughs> so so don't, don't be embarrassed. Don't let your fear keep you from making a good, honest confession. Uh, that's the devil. The devil wants to keep you hiding something. He wants you to keep rationalizing something. He wants to bury that deep, that thing, that, that weakness, that sin uh, deep in your soul. He doesn't want to bring it out into the light. And he'll use your fear. He'll use your worry of what other people think. He'll use your, your fear of stating it, admitting it. He'll use all of that to keep you from an encounter with Jesus. So be not afraid. 
when you approach the sacrament of reconciliation. Second thing, make a good examination of conscience. And all that is, is simply when you show up for confession, see if you can maybe just spend some time in prayer, maybe before the blessed sacrament, just to take time to think through your sins. You know, it's good. I just noticed like in my own relationships, like sometimes if I, you know, hurt one of my kids or I, you know, I hurt my spouse, sometimes I can give just a quick, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hey, I shouldn't have done that. Sorry about that. Like, it's kind of quick. But when I actually take some time to really think about who I realize how, you know, my, the, the, what I said maybe hurt this child. I didn't mean it to, but I realize I, I really feel the weight of what, what happened there. Like I remember going to one of my kids recently and just saying to them, Hey, when, when dad said that, did that make you feel bad? Yeah. I, you know, I want you to know, I, I, I didn't mean it that way. I feel badly that I think I hurt you. I think you thought I was mad and I, I didn't mean it that way. And they like, when my child can under, can sense that I really understand what I did, there's a much fuller reconciliation. Whereas I know sometimes I'm rushed. I go, Hey, sorry, I shouldn't have said it that way. And that's, you know, and it's okay. I'm sure my kid appreciates it, but it's not the same when I really carefully, thoughtfully, I think through, I see what I did. I realize how that's hurt my relationship with you, how it's hurt you. I'm going to do the same with God. Just take some time. It doesn't have to be a long time. It could just be like five minutes, but just a little bit of thinking through, not just I broke these rules, but I see Jesus, how in my selfishness, in my pride, you know, I, I, I've hurt you and I've, I've hurt other people. I've hurt my friendship with you. God loves it when we come to him honest. So let's go make a good examination of conscience to carefully say we're sorry. And let's be not afraid. Don't let those fears uh, of our sins and admitting our sins and speaking our sins to the priest. Don't let that keep us from an encounter with Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been a blessed uh, experience for you. And I hope you can get to confession soon. If you have any question on this topic, uh, please reach out to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or find me on my website, edwards3.com. That's edwardsri.com. God bless.